There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi. Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch The Land Before Time, 14, Journey of the Brave. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Nice, Jim. Excellent intro. Hi, how, how are you? Thank you. I really appreciate that. I felt like I stumbled a bit through it and I didn't want to. Do you want me to edit it so it doesn't sound like you stumbled, or do you want to just be authentic? Nah, be authentic. Okay. And we can but, also but, but, be... But, 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 but. How am I? How are you, Kai? Thank you so much. Uh, I don't know, Jim, if you noticed, but I'm heavily injured. Um, I flipped over handlebars, uh, and I think I either fractured my arm or got some ligaments uh, torn. I hope it's... I think ligaments torn is better? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, actually, no, fracture's better, because it'll heal, it'll actually heal faster if it's a oh, tiny fracture. God. Yep, that's what yeah. I want. That's what I'm crossing my fingers for. So good luck yeah. with that segue. Kai's funnier friend and math <laughs> class hooligan, it's Ryan Clark. <laughs> Back by popular demand. <laughs> the people have spoken. Number one listen to guest on Rotten Treasure. It's Rye Guy talking about dollar slices. Ryan Clark. It's me. I talk in the... Uh, wait, what person is that? Do you say first person? I think it's fourth person. person. It's me, Ryan Clark. Oh, no, that's both first and third person. Yeah, that's confusing for the listeners. Yeah, they'll be fine. Happy to be here, guys. Uh, thanks yeah, for yeah. having me. You you just actually brought me back to when I used to play wrestling, like action figures with like those cool raw, like the, the, the rings that had it. So when you went through with them, they would actually like light up and make noise. Oh, like, yeah. I was like full enthusiasm. Now I was like, it's the big show. Like it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got so amped. Uh, that's good. And your parents are like, we got to get this kid into school sports or something like oh my god oh, do you not remember uh actually I'm, we 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 didn't know each other that well then uh i did i did recreational soccer and i threw up a lot um uh, and also i made my first goal off of somebody beaming me in the face and having a ricochet into the goal <laughs> hitting them with the sound effects uh, thank you for making this show a yeah. radio show <laughs> Ryan is bringing a radio show element. Uh, you're not going to get any of these soundboards ever again, so enjoy them. Uh, but yeah, that that was a that was a proud and painful moment for me. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Well, you know, plenty of proud and painful moments for all of us. Uh, you know, I, I met you in uh, freshman year of high school. I remember it, and I thought I thought you were a cool kid. I was like, this guy's cool, and I wanted to get in with your friend group, you and Donnie, Ross, JP. Hold on, I, I'm pull- saying this because. I know they're going to listen to the episode, so I want to get their names out uh, okay, early. Okay. Yeah. Now, I wanna, what I want to know is, okay, so you met our friend group, and you're saying me. You pointed me out as the cool one, right? I did because um, <laughs> you had a uh, real big fish t-shirt on. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you had big f- spiky hair with, like, frosted tips or something. <laughs> we're talking We're talking like 04. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't imagine... I can't imagine seeing someone with a real big fish t-shirt and being like, wow, that's, I, I gotta get to know that cool cat. <laughs> well, Ryan was a band kid and in a, in a yeah. ska band, so that oh, actually yeah. appropriately worked. Oh, for real? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a, yeah, I was in band. I had a ska band. I still love ska. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll die on that hill. What instrument do you play? In the band? Yeah. In the school band, I was low brass. 
And mm-hmm. in the ska band, I was the front man and guitar player. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm mostly drums now. And so, uh, yeah, bands I play in these days, I'm on drums most. That's a really eclectic series of instruments that you play. Yeah, well, you know, uh, as a kid, they're like, um, I think I was in middle school and they're like, what instrument do you want to play? I was like, I, I don't know, trumpet? Sure. You know, you see yeah, it in yeah. a movie or something. And then they're like, hey, and then in high school, they're like, hey, uh, we need somebody for low brass and it's easier. It's a lot easier. You don't have to practice as much. I'm like, get me that low brass. I don't care what it, I don't care what it is. And I was I was the section leader of my low brass. Oh shit! And this and the band was big in at Manchester West High School. Yeah. It was about 150 kids or something wow. like that. The Damn. the marching band, right? And yeah, yeah. um, and I was a section leader just because you know I was like the senior or whatever. And I was the biggest slacker of all time. Like. I was the worst student and I was like, you know, I was, you know, I was a leader though. And I was like, you know, they liked me they all liked what, me. So I was like, I'm a leader. Yeah. What does the section leader do? Uh, you know, it's like runs rehearsals. You know, we, we, uh, each section would rehearse separately before like the overall rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So section leader, you know, I saw it as sort of a, a spiritual guide role, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm yeah. uh, I'm guiding these young kids into mm-hmm. adulthood, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're all CEOs now. I understand. So. <laughs> yeah, every single one of them. Yeah, oh nothing God. like a 17 year old telling a 15 year old what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like when uh, my parents made my brother babysit me instead of paying money for a babysitter. My brother's uh-huh. like four years older. He's like, yeah, you just watch him. That's all oh yeah. Good. My my, I look back and when my sister was doing it too, and I'm kind of just like, wow, I like was running around like wild. I think I threw a lamp. I, like I was a reckless child. I, I did not know my emotions at that time. I did not understand uh. them. But I was definitely the like, they're really just gonna leave this like 11 year old <laughs> with this like five and a half like year old just like it'll be fine or five and Dude. three quarters. I think. Yeah. Sorry. Dude, same. Like when I <laughs> when my parents would go out somewhere or whatever, my brother would babysit me, and we would just physically fight (laughs) just fights i'm not talking i'm not talking sibling rivalry i'm talking fights yeah Yeah, it got got real oh same and my brother is nine years younger than me he didn't have a chance (laughs) (laughs) see this is why they invented sock and boppers so at least it would get a little less er like visits going on um because i even remember one time my parents were like just go work it out with the sock and boppers in the basement i was like that's hilarious I love this. Some some little brother invented those. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna let this younger generation go through what I went through. That's probably what it was. No, I'm, more I'm fun, like, more fun than a pillow fight. Thank God. Yeah, those things can hurt. What pillow fights? Yeah, you ever get whipped in the face with a pillow like by your older, well, for me, older cousin? I can't confirm that I have or have not, because as you know, uh, my memory is kind of gone. I just got a little minutes on, as you know. Uh, I literally left Philadelphia and was like, oh, I never went to the uh, Philadelphia Museum of Art. And you're like, yes, you have, Kai, with me. Uh, like, Ryan was telling me how we met, and I'm like, I'm very excited to find out, because I don't have a memory, so that'd be really cool. Uh, so, yeah, pillow fight, maybe. If anyone's listening and knows me and has actually hit me in the face with a pillow, DM me, let me know. <laughs> Yeah, you get hit in the face with a down pillow, and then you got the that extra little sting of those little things that poke out of like a down pillow. You're talking little, about the the, the, the little sharp bits. 
Yeah, the feathers, yeah. right? Yeah, fuck that. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Too violent. Gonna, I, I just said sharp bits instead of feather, like like they did in Land Before Time. You did so it. So let's get into it. That's my first note. Well, I want to actually, hold on, before what? you give me your, well, you can tell me your first note, but then I have a question for you. Go right ahead. Here's my first note, all right? And I got notes. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just preface by saying this. I did not watch the movie, but, good. Good. That's fine. but good. I, watched, good, good, good. I watched a 10-minute video on YouTube called yeah. Land Before Time, Journey of the Brave, Scary yep. Moments. <laughs> Right? And that's the only that's the only like real footage of the movie that I can find. But my first thought was they were like, oh, um, Long Valley, Fire Mountain, mm-hmm. Little Foot, yep. Long Neck. And I'm like, why are they talking like this? And I'm like, oh, okay. So they're dinosaurs, you know, uh, you know, they didn't name it. But I'm like, these dinosaurs obviously have a solid handle on the English language, yeah. but anytime, like, but they're like long neck, big fire. Yeah. I'm like, you can come yeah. up with some names. There was one movie where it called Journey to Big Water, where they go to find <laughs> big water. They have this whole song about how they don't know what uh, what the ocean is called, so they keep calling it Big Water. And then at some point, they're like, "Oh no, he's gonna be sucked into the sea." Sure. That's the name. Uh, oh, Why don't you yeah. save the sea? We know those words. God. And the, and these writers want more money. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know, seriously. Particularly the Land Before Time 15 writers. Yeah, they're adamant about getting more cash. They are on those picket lines in Hollywood. You better believe it. I'm actually we, I'm, I'm I'm about to look up to see if this guy's on the, the picket lines. <laughs> I uh I actually noticed that they did say spring in this movie. So in the past, like they like I, it was the big freeze. They learned about uh that was like the first time they really got into like a seasonal change because they, they like had snow, um and it was like a big yeah. deal. So the fact that they're just throwing in like every now and then, you're right. They're just using just common day language, but they are adamant about sharp teeth. Uh, I, I forget what the sun was called. Yeah. It's just, it. I don't. I'm so glad you didn't uh, watch the movie. I uh, James Knight, who came on for the sixth installment, managed to watch ten minutes of it, like ten minutes before being like, "I hate this. These kids are curious. <laughs> They're too curious. Fuck this." I didn't actually watch Treasure Island, Muppets Treasure Island, before recording that episode because I forgot. So it's about time that somebody else didn't watch the fucking film. <laughs> I love the Muppets. Uh- Treasure Island. Uh, I also want to go on record since this is being recorded. Sure. I do support the WGA. Hell yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Right. N- nobody come at me. Oh, no. Good. Good, good, good. Uh, uh, as we should. Oh, yeah. WGA, SAG, both of them. Please give them more money. They deserve more money. And go. also don't use AI because one, that's mm. will make awful content. And two, Ugh. we need to pay people. That would be true, nice. True, true. I, I would like that very much. You know what? That that actually brings me to my second point about true. the movie. Absolutely. If I could just launch right into that. Mm-hmm. Um, Littlefoot and Sarah, um, they fucking? <laughs> I don't think... So it's funny because at this point, we've watched them uh, for 14 movies and they haven't gotten any older, right? But at the same time, I've been able to find like homophobic allegories. Uh, I've been able to be like, is Spike bisexual? Like there's a bunch of shit that we kind of get into. I'm pretty sure a few of our guests have been like, I'm pretty sure Sarah's gay. Um, and I'm pretty sure Littlefoot's non-binary and asexual. So I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, yeah, I guess a creepy question. They are... The thing, the thing is, they're not human children, so like yeah. it's fine. You know? Yeah, it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. We uh, we talked about Jim when we recorded the Land Before Time episodes. He admittedly said that he wanted to fuck that dog. 
Um, yeah. No, no, you're talking about um. Uh, oh, sorry. All dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had uh, a sexy dog in it. Okay. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. That's no, what I, you say to the dog before you fuck it. You're like, you're ready to go to heaven. <laughs> that's what it's like. <laughs> and then smoke yeah. a cigarette. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Why not? They already talked about murdering a child in that episode, or in that movie, and then it did. Uh, it, they, they've actually done that in both of these franchises. Uh, these writers are wild, where they're kind of done. Like uh, in one of these films, they did the like the the slice across the neck. Like they're gonna we're gonna kill them. We're gonna slip their throat. In like I think it was like Land Before t- Twelve or some shit. They get they a did? yeah. Kid films get fucked up. You were mentioning. I mean the sexuality part. I mean there's a character named Topsy. It's Sarah's dad. He they just keep calling him Mister Threehorn. And uh, you mean Daddy Tops? Daddy Tops. Yeah, Daddy Tops. That's uh, his canonical name. Yeah. There's even one line from his like uh, Sarah's stepmom at one point where it was basically like we fuck. Like they didn't say it, but these are written by adults they have who are like together. Yeah. They fuck. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm so confused uh, also, too, about this time around. What is it? Ducky made a big deal about having uh, new siblings. Ducky always had siblings. Where the fuck did those kids go? Did they die? Like, I don't know. Uh, wait, miss- can I, wait, this is a biology question. Yeah. And yeah. I, fe- mm-hmm. I feel stupid asking this. Lizards lay eggs. Yeah. Yes. So how do they do they fuck first? They hang five. on, hang on, hang on, because this is a, actually, I'm going to be real with you, because I think about this with birds sometimes, because it's the same thing where I'm yeah, like, they're they, dinosaurs. Gotta, they fuck, and then yeah. the egg comes out and the egg is born with uh-huh. the baby, because there's unfertilized eggs, which is what uh, we eat for chickens. Yeah, yeah. It's not like um, fish, where like, they lay they the eggs, fuck. yeah, they lay eggs and then the male uh, comes on the eggs. Just absolutely sprays on those eggs. <laughs> yeah. I took yeah. A, uh, a biology class actually this last semester and barely passed it. I actually got F's on every single exam. Thank God they weighed it. Huh. So it doesn't matter because I still got a B for the class. But like there was this frog that I learned about during that class that actually it like carries the at one point like the male frog carries the child until it barfs it up. <laughs> I'm like... That's and like it's like it is not at that point. It is just a full grown frog that just comes out of this frog. Uh, And I love that. We're doing it so wrong. So is the mouth the vagina at the same time? No, I think at some point, like the the female frog actually then transfers the frog to the male frog. And then the male frog, it matures inside of the frog and then they barf it up. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Male uh, during mating, males deposit sperm inside a female lizard's cloaca, fertilizing her eggs. Uh-huh. That's it. So they they fuck. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So these dinosaurs be fucking. Oh, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, cool. I think it would be really confusing to see long necks like fucking cuz like that's got to hurt their neck. At that point, I'm trying to think of the angle. Does their neck fall backwards? Kai what? Kai can of worms right here. Okay, sorry. Okay, let's like I mean <laughs> Should I draw it out? Let alone fucking <laughs> just just day to day. Like I like I have a neck pain when I get out of bed. Yeah. These long necks? Just everything. Yeah. Eating a bowl of soup. What the fuck do dinosaurs do? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Is the soup cold by the time it gets down to the bottom? Oh, my God. No, I don't really know how that works, but I am um, definitely... Go ahead. Just real quick, Kai. Yeah. Where do you think a... Where do you think a cloaca is? What? Where do you think a cloaca is? Inside Did you of say it? that it's gonna... It's gonna, like... 
hurt wait. their neck to fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. I was saying... Wait, hold on I a second. I do got a, got a F in biology. I'm talking here. about... Yeah. One second. If, okay, so the way I'm talking about this is that one long neck is taking the other long neck from behind, right? Is that not yes. how you're saying it? Okay, right? That 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 is how it happens, yes. Okay, so... And then I would imagine in order to be able to do that, I'm trying to do my math here. What degree angle are we thinking here? Uh, not 90, not 45. So like what? Maybe like a 65 degree angle, right? I'm trying to think about what situation in which you're just too far backwards that your neck's just going to start going uncomfortably backwards. Oh, okay. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Uh, yes, we recorded episodes on all of them. So <laughs> remember when, remember when the brontosaurus stood up and it was just like straight up? Yes. Now imagine that, but instead of it holding itself up, uh, a uh, female is holding its weight underneath. Oh, nice. Excellent work. Why do they make... Hold on. Were you telling me the females are holding all the weight? What a surprise. I always yes. assumed... I always assumed brontosaurus like the male uh, lifted it up and they had like against the wall sex. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, 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 like hey, we can't even make it to the bedroom sex. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we had a great night. You were kind of getting handsy in the lift. And then <laughs> right. let's do this right here. It's like, right I now. need you. Right. Exactly. Right. That's brontosaurus is to me. But the, by the, but the, the kind of stuff where it's like, there's no way you got hard that quick. There's no way. <laughs> like I see that in movies all the time where I'm like, dude, you literally went, I want to have sex. And you pushed up against a wall and you're just at it right away. Yeah. Like, I don't even think they took their pants off. I think you just ruined a perfectly good pair of pants. Well, then we're in the issue of foreplay. Okay. In those, <laughs> in those movies, no foreplay. Come on. That doesn't, fly in real life fellas <laughs> alright and that's where my PSA begins okay foreplay you gots to do it <laughs> oh actually uh, yes in my 30s I will confirm that is honestly your life is going to get significantly better when you incorporate that into your life uh, I do have a question I do have a question for you uh, and it's foreplay just for fun mm. it's the best I could do for a segue there what is your relationship with the franchise as a whole um, you know I I just I assume I've seen the first one, mm -hmm. but I can't confirm that. Do well, it's you, very sad. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have the memory burned into you of Littlefoot's mom dying? No. Yeah. Uh, you probably didn't see it because <laughs> that is a oh, really? horrible image that yeah. is burned into every child's memory that they saw. It's kind of like in the Fox and the Hound when the when they leave at the end and you're like, well, that's the saddest thing I'm ever going to see and I'm never going to forget this. Yeah. Oh, was that in the first movie? Yeah, it was pretty yeah, tragic. Around, uh, <laughs> no, the, fir the first uh, Land Before Time. The first yeah. Land Before Time is the only good Land Before Time. That's why when Jim and I do our ranking and uh, review episode, we're literally not going to talk about it, I think, at all, because it just goes one was good and everything else was trash. Is your ranking just the order of the movies? <laughs> no, two is pretty bad. Yeah, two is pretty bad. There was one. I think I liked seven. Stone of Cold Fire. And I think I liked it because it was aliens. And I thought that was so absurd uh, that they brought aliens into it. I like uh, Journey to Big Water. Yeah. So there was a I few think. of them that were definitely better than the other ones. But mm. I will say no. the, sec the second one was pretty crap. Like I everyone remembers Chomper. Like it was a big deal that Lynn, uh, that there was now a baby like T-Rex. He was, he, was, he was in this one for some reason. I don't really know where he came from or why he's living in the Great Valley. But he is all of a sudden randomly in the 14th one. But it was just other than that, like basically Littlefoot being a step parent and learning about, well, the evil entity that is the T-Rex. You know, you got to yeah. have an en you got to have an enemy. 
I do have a little bit of cartoon trauma. Um, Brave Little Toaster. Oh, yeah. good. I remember oh my was God, yeah. was dark and made me sad. I think there's yeah. a death in that one, but I can't oh, remember which. I know hundred percent it, it was. It was the air conditioner. The air conditioner. Literally the committed air suicide. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He killed yes. Yeah. He he yes. overpo- he overloaded himself and then he yep. uh, he dies. Yeah. It was. And then there's also a flower that essentially kills itself. Uh, yeah. And then there's also that horrifying dream. Where uh, the he's attacked by a clown, yeah, right. And then that was there's a dark the, cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's the cars that are in the junkyard that have yes. given up to their fate. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, the uh, Toy Story ripped off the Brave Little Toaster with that whole little fucking like conveyor belt coming to your death scene. Although I guess I'm sure they ripped oh, it from somewhere else. I'm so too. sorry, Kai. That is in everything. Really? Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Conveyor belt leading to death. I, much like quicksand, I thought that was going to be a bigger deal in my adulthood. It's never come up once. <laughs> Weird. That's how I want to go. Conveyor belt. Mm. Yeah, well, conveyor my- belt with a bunch of saws at the end of it. <laughs> my only other relationship to conveyor belt, because I grew up innocently watching Nick at Night, was just Lucille Ball having a hard time working, trying to like catch all these chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah, yeah, yeah. next thing I know, a toaster was like alive and trying to you're like, just, survive. <laughs> you're just in your basement, just playing with uh, wrestler figurines and just watching I Love Lucy. I was I, a uh, good kid. I was such my, a good kid. No, I loved Nick at Night. Um, yeah. My other thing is absolutely, I mean, Bambi, mm-hmm. the, what was it, the mom or the dad got shot? Mom, yeah. Yeah, the mom. mom. Yeah. That was hard. And she's and she's like, Mom? Yeah. Yeah. I have a thing where I think kids' movies usually take out the mom, right? But then adults, they usually take out the dad, right? Like, a, like especially in, like, superhero stuff. And I don't know why I've noticed this weird observation, but it feels right. And I could be totally pulling this out of my ass. But there seems to be kind of like, you have the childhood innocence. Who's going to fuck? Who's going to hurt more to lose? You know, mom, because they're the one that actually showed up for you, right? And then the dad was always the like, ah, oh, he's halfway out the door anyways. Like in all these kids movies, if they did have a dad, they were kind of like, yeah, he's around a little bit. Isn't that low bar significant enough? And then in older, uh, like other shit, I guess there is, I guess Batman lost both of his parents. So he got a double whammy, but. <laughs> that was my first thought as well. I, I agree with you. Like, uh, you know, later in life, you're like, my dad's gonna die. You know, it's like, but when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like you said. I think you guys right. have heart attacks. That's just what they yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, Bob, if you ever do listen, uh, I love you. We just <laughs> saw each other about a month ago. Don't fucking die on me. Uh, Bob's the shit. Uh, Mom, don't do it either. I love you guys. Just keep staying alive. Rule number one, don't panic. Rule number two, no death of any sort. That goes to everybody listening. <laughs> well, I'm I'm very lucky because my dad's going to live forever. So, you know, like, <laughs> You're right. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> You know, deep cut, I got a Bob, too, as a dad. Yeah! <laughs> I love a Bob. I've been calling him that, uh, Bobby, a lot. He likes that. I think he finally, I think he's fucking with me, teasing him. I, and I don't remember if you were at the party that we ended up, like, smoking weed with him and, like, hanging out. He got a little extra drunk. And at one point, he was just like, I really like hanging out with you guys. You know, I just, <laughs> you just, like, you just make me feel, like, come, you know, like, he was just happy to be part of the gang. Um, and was, that was, the party, like, Bobby, was that the party Bobby. where he, uh... He basically ripped me off of the golf cart because I was driving it too recklessly. If it was the same one where all of a sudden my like uh, friends were grinding against him while he was shit faced and had no idea what was going on, maybe. 
I don't remember that, dude. Oh, I wish I was at that. Or maybe I was. Maybe I was one of the grinders. I don't, I don't know. I was pretty fucked up that night. There's mostly photographs of me just pointing at my friends while drinking a wizard staff. And like, I had a pop polo. I was troll money hard at that time. And I had... Uh, troll money. Yeah, yeah. I was living that life uh, with that nickname. Uh, and I had like a bandana wrapped around my head, too, because I thought that looked cool. I don't know. I, yeah, you're real Hulk Hogan. I did my first keg stand actually that night too. Actually, so it's a big night for me. Wait, don't equate me to Hulk Hogan. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> did you see the video? Quick, uh, real quick thing. Did you see the video of the little kid pretending yeah. to be Hulk Hogan to yeah. Hulk Hogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's oh, the only joyous. So the like that's the only Hulk Hogan content that I'm down with. That and also Muppets from Space, and that's it. That's the only two places I want to see Hulk Hogan, and that's it. Is he is he in that movie? He is, yeah. He's a, like a security guard, and he's like this bad guy. Because he is, he's a bad guy. Do you remember uh, um, um, Suburban Commandos? Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie when I was a kid. It was Hulk Hogan. I, I love and... the trailer. <laughs> Did you actually see the movie? I saw the movie one time when I was 17, and I was extremely high, so... No, I have not seen the movie. <laughs> oh, when I was like a kid, that was like one of our few like VHS tapes. Yeah. Suburban Commando, it was uh, Hulk Hogan, Christopher Lloyd. I'm looking it up right now. The Undertaker's in this too, yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd at one point goes, I was frozen today. Yeah, he was frozen. Uh, I love that movie. Sorry, button thing just went. I keep thinking that is a sound effect that you're playing, but that's just I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know okay, yeah. um, I live on a I live on this busy street. You can cut <laughs> you can cut this out. I live on this busy street and sometimes like a fucking motorcycle oh, go by. No 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 no. It's ambiance. Like I said, we've had screaming people, we've had babies, we've had dogs barking, and we even credited a dog in the episode, so you're fine. I'll credit that. I live car. in Philadelphia and there are constantly the loudest cars ever going by yeah. all the time, so I understand. Oh, I have not watched this full movie, but I totally remember Hulk Hogan dressed that way. If the trailer was on the VHS tape for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use. That's probably what it was. Good then. flick. Yeah. yeah. I know. I don't know if this movie holds up, Suburban Commandos. I don't know if it holds up. Haven't seen it when I was a kid, but it was on repeat when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I loved it. I love it. It's still funny to me, the line with um, the really tough guy. Who's like, you know what we're going to do to you? And he's like, you're going to beat the crap out of me. And he goes, what are you talking about? This is the 90s. We're going to sue you. <laughs> Fantastic joke. Yeah, that's that sounds good. about right. I love oh, that. I, uh, I actually, I have to tell you a really funny joke that I said. And it might have to get cut. Um, but mm -hmm. when, I, when I fucked up my arm and fractured and I went into the, the uh, urgent care I was trying to make corn jokes because we didn't have like a um, I didn't have uh, an ice pack. So I just brought in frozen corn in a sandwich bag that I had. And uh, I was trying to make weird puns and I couldn't remember the word. Uh, I was trying to say yearn of corn. Ear? And exactly. It was ear. And they were like, wow, maybe you are concussed. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just stupid. <laughs> and I don't know why, but just the timing and the genuine like the just, I think I might be stupid. I think. I think I, I thought you were talking about corn with a K. That <laughs> I do yearn for corn because I was actually after Elton John. That was my next logical concert. Actually, <laughs> I went eighth grade or I went second grade Elton John, uh, and I think it was like around eighth or ninth grade. Uh, I went to corn with Donnie. Um, I got paid twenty dollars to watch some guy's wife, even though he never pointed her out. 
Um, he's like, watch my wife, and then handed us money. <laughs> it disappeared into the, the night. Uh, yeah, yeah, corn. It was a good time. You 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 and Donnie saw corn at uh, Woodstock 99? I think it was, yeah, that's what it was. No, it was the Verizon Center, I think, at the time in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, it was Trust Company, corn. Uh, and Elton John. And obviously Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> Elton John opened. <laughs> that's just so just so all of Gen Z know, that's how big corn was at the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish. I always I always think I, I would do that. Like if I was like Elton John level famous, I was like I'd be like, oh, I like this band, uh what you know, like turnstile or something. Like I'm gonna like open for them. Like that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. And then you just yeah. hang out or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be funny. There's a um YouTube duo that they have someone open for them that is, in my opinion, more famous than that. He's like broken through to uh like mainstream. He's in he's in a lot of television shows and you would re- you might recognize him. Uh, and he's doing like a half hour opening while they do like a two hour show. And the bit that they're doing in their advertisements is that they're following him uh, and I that see. he's it's the real show is for him. But it's wild to me that they are famous enough that this other guy that I that I would personally think is more famous is opening for them. Hmm. That's got- fun. Uh, this is bringing me back to the other class I took this past year, which was uh, Prince Porn and Public Space of the 1980s Twin Cities. Uh, and Ryan, I got to tell you, I got a history credit for the decade I was born in. Uh, that was fucking wow. nuts. What a moment. But uh, one of the things I, I just did learn to Purple Rain. Nice. And you pa- and you passed this class. This wasn't like biology. I actually got I got an a- no. I got straight A's that first semester. I aced this class. I did a great fucking job in this class, and I loved it because I got to listen to Prince albums every single week um, and learn a little bit about like the sex wars. I learned a lot about why we had you know you and I were going into uh, trying to buy. Uh, explicit CDs in Walmart and they're like absolutely not like we were you know growing up during the parental advisory that oh the DMCA was, which is just yeah it's fucking uh, you know Tipper Gore fucking Tipper being Gore. an asshole yeah so all um, of that but also have you ever watched all the uh, the hearings for that with uh, yeah. with uh, like uh, Frank, Frank Zappa, Zappa and yeah. uh, D Snyder's uh, um, testimony is fantastic yeah, yeah. D Snyder's like hey guys so I'm a Christian I don't do any of the stuff you're thinking I do I don't I don't drink I don't do whatever like you guys just have all these false expectations I think they even tried to like ban one of his instrumental albums for being mm-hmm. too crass which I think was hilarious so they don't even yeah. research what they're upset about but uh, also yeah. There was a thing recently where, like, D. Snyder, like, said the right thing, but in a very wrong way. Or mm-hmm. he, like, said, like, the wrong thing. And, like, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really mean it like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, this right-wing douchebag D. Snyder. And then other people had to come out and be like, D. Snyder was a drag queen in the 80s. Yeah, what the like, fuck are you talking when about? when it was very not acceptable to be a drag queen. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we got to... A certain point, we all, I mean, all right, I guess a hot take as a queer person who likes to wear whatever the fuck I want and do whatever the fuck I want. We got to stop making everything a fucking, God, we got to chill out, like, a little bit, especially when it comes to, like, older generation folk who have actually been, like, fighting for shit. Like, if Prince was still alive, I'm sure he would say some fucked up shit, but he also paved the way for me to wear a dress and only get, like, a 50-50 chance of getting murdered, well, depending on where I'm at. Because Prince he, was also, Prince was also a uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness. Oh, he, he, he was trust like, me. 
He had a journey. He was uber Christian. Oh yeah, but he he was Christian. As we all know from fucking with femininity, fucking with sexuality, and fucking Mm -hmm. with like not giving a fuck. And I was blown away to find out who was a straight guy. Because I was like, there's no way. I mean, granted, whatever. Kinsey scaled that dude. You can't go back in time and do it. But uh, hang on, it was very much so like a oh shit. What's up, Ryan? What were you about to say? I saw you move your face to say something. Uh, Speaking of moving faces, don't move your face because we'll be right back. Hello, I'm a sophisticate, and so can you. Is the name of our podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony. And I'm another of your hosts, Sydney. And we're two queer millennials with ADHD. Who have been lying about our own cultural literacy. If you've ever been in a situation where you pretended to know more than you do about an important movie or a piece of literature. Yeah, or like a super cool band. Then this is the show for you. This is a show where we engage with the canon so that you don't have to. Topics for discussion will include such things as Is Carrie Brownstein the coolest person? Can anyone who likes the movie Chinatown be trusted? Why Tom Waits? Why? All of these questions and more will be answered on every episode of I'm a Sophisticate and So Can You. Available wherever you find your podcast. (sighs) Ryan, what were you about to say? I saw you move your face to say something. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, are you ready for the whole reason why I brought this up? Yes. Oh, cool. We brought what up? Oh, cool. <laughs> we just covered a lot of shit. I know. I know. What's, this is the fun part is that I brought this. Oh, I brought this all up to, uh, and it was based off of the fact that openers for another band in 1981, <laughs> Prince opened up for the Rolling Stones, and they got booed off stage and like harassed, got all the racist shit thrown at them, and they, you know, they left. And then Rolling Stones was like. Later on, I don't remember how long it passed, but they were like, you want to come do it again? And then they did. Like, Prince came back, and then it's just these photographs of just, like, all this trash on stage, and they didn't leave. They did their whole fucking set. They were like, fuck you. We're here. Deal with it. And I and I would wow. imagine it's because the Rolling Stones were like, no, we just fucking like these guys. Why? What? You know, like, what the fuck's your problem, fans? Um, do you want to hear... Yeah. you want to know a crazy story about a piece of shit man who is weirdly the good guy in, the, in this story? My dad went to a concert. Okay, I thought you were going to say your dad was a piece of shit in this (laughs) story. No, 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 no. My dad was opening up for the Rolling Stones one time. uh... My my dad went to a concert where Leonard Skinner was like the big show. And the band that was opening was this kind of like little known funk group, uh... Which is a very weird combination of funk and southern rock. And then the middle person was Ted Nugent, who <laughs> is a right-wing, horrible asshole man. Mm-hmm. Don't like the guy. But uh, everyone went there to go see Ted Nugent and Leonard Skinner. So mm-hmm. when this funk band came out, they got booed mercilessly off stage. Everyone hated them. I'm sure they were saying racist things because it was the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um and Ted Nugent came out and said to the audience, fuck you, they're a good band. You shouldn't boo them. So then they booed Ted Nugent off stage. Mm. And then Ted Nugent played like Wang Dang, Sweet Poontang, and then they all cheered and started. <laughs> and then they, they were fine. And they were like, all right, well, he's still Ted Nugent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he still played that Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> this is a, a weird parallel to it, but Jim, I, I don't remember... Which show it was? It was probably one when you and uh, I were performing on Daddy Issues. But we had, we had like a stand-up routine before our set that just like 
shaked the vibe. Like, I don't know what it was, but like, we like, was it us? There was just some show where it was just like stand up, just like it, it didn't quite set up what we were going to do, like goofy funny, you know, like there's a certain yeah. transition that happens when you're doing like a performance evening. And hell, I've been at like ones before where you're like, don't start with improv. Like, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> like, if we're going to have a variety show, they're going to get everybody to leave right away. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of important to think if you're going to have that contrast, that's going to make everybody be like, I think this is where I'm not supposed to be. I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen, I've definitely seen shows that were like half stand up, half improv, and like those vibes don't match. Mm. Like people who go to see stand up don't really like improv, and improvisers don't really like stand up as much. So like, if you have one, if you have the crowd too heavy on one side, one of those people, are, one of those two groups are going to fail. Mm. And I've seen way too many times the stand-up coming out and failing because everyone wants that wants to watch improv. And then the improvisers coming out and killing. And then the stand-up coming out and we're like, ugh, ugh I guess I have to sit through 10 minutes of some guy uh, who wrote something that's actually really well written. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I did a show recently and um, I was going to do stand-up. They were like, it's a variety show. We got stand-ups, we got characters, whatever. And I was like, all right. I was like, great. And then uh, right before the show, they were like, yeah, it's all characters. Uh, and then you'll like do stand up. And I was like, no. I was like, no. I'm, I got to write a. So I wrote like a character bit because I was like, I can't come out there and be like, hey, how's it going? What else? What are we talking about? What's in the new? You know, so I was like, you can't mix them. You can't be the only one. Yeah. Yeah. What was no. your uh, what was your character? Oh, so I did, um, I love Shark Tank. Okay, so I did a Shark Tank pitch that was a guy struggling with a custody battle and a (laughs) divorce and a messy divorce. And um, basically, I bought a big sketch pad and I had a pitch and then the pitch sort of like um, caused a problem that I fixed with my next pitch. So I like... I pitched uh, several different things and uh, I sort of like um, escalated and was more angry about like, like later on in the bit, like um, I'm like, I got to get rid of my ex-wife's new boyfriend, Jeff. So -hmm. that's why I invented Stephen King's The Mist. And then I put (laughs) it and it's Stephen King's The Mist. And I'm like, Next time Jeff is in the supermarket, I deploy Stephen King's The Mist. <laughs> and then he's in there and he's got to deal with The Mist with all those people. You know, it was like that. And it's like, you know, I like I uh, I think it worked out because it's like, you know, if I'm performing like alone on stage, like it's a lot of yelling. <laughs> it's like I'm not a I'm not a dynamic performer. I got one volume. It's generally loud. <laughs> so I just kind of like yelled at these people, and it went it went great. It was like this shit was like a low ceiling like kind of comedy venue, and it was like absolutely shoulder to shoulder packed. Oh, so no. it, was do- it was dope. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but yeah, so so it's like. You know, back in like New York, it would be like, you know, 
we'd have like a uh, I do improv shows and and we'd have like a st- or maybe I would do a sketch show and we would have like a friend of ours do stand up up top mm-hmm. and it was like always weird but beforehand we were like that's normal well, let's do that that's fun yeah. but it's like but it was always a weird transition yeah but at the same time do you really want to watch like oh my god uh, like three hours of improv. Like I, I had that recently. I'm going. I've gone to like improvathons, and I, I say this to anybody. No, I don't, don't want to watch three yeah. minutes of improv. It's, it's tough. It's, it's really <laughs> tough. At a certain point, you're like, I'm gonna need to leave. I just need to go do anything else. I will go outside, get punched in the face for 20 minutes, and come back because I just need something to in, like yeah. be in between this. It's. I was difficult. at a show last night for five hours. The show oh. itself was three hours long, and I was there for like an extra two, but like. Five hours is a long time to be at a show. Five hours? Yeah, it started at seven and I left at midnight. And I would say, like, the last half hour was just hanging out with the people. So, and the first half hour was, like, waiting for the show to start. So, four hours of it was actually watching improv. And that's too much. Okay, I also was in the show for 20 minutes, so we can subtract that as well. But still... That's and, then a I, lot. and then I went to the bathroom for uh, two and a half hours. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It's like a, I'll watch a fifteen-minute improv set, and that's, I love it. I love improv. I love improv. No, I, it's like, <laughs> I do too. I think I'm actually just starting to get to the point where I, I think, I just, I just, just, just got a coach, and I've been doing improv with my team. And if y'all are listening, we've had them as past guests. You guys are wonderful, but we've done it without a coach for like a good year, year and a half. And I've just, I've needed a side coach to tell me why I suck and what I'm doing wrong. And I haven't had that in so long that I've been kind of apathetic to what I've been doing. That it's just like made me emotionally detached from improv. And every single time I go see good improv, I'm like, fuck you, you fucking, oh, you're so good. <laughs> why are you this good? Uh, yeah. It makes me so fucking mad. I'll actually give some uh, free promotion here to another podcast. Uh, there's a, a really great uh like Minneapolis uh, improv troupe called the Bearded Company. So if you're ever out here, Ryan, I you got to see them. Uh, but they also have a podcast, uh, a, like a, a improvised D and D podcast called Break the Dice that I recommend everybody should check out. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. I want to get out to Minneapolis. Please come. I'll be here for the next year. Uh, there is plenty of humor. Uh, there's plenty of uh, oh geez, what do we have? We have pretty good hiking and lakes, and as well as also just good food. We did that well. What's a good month like early February to go to Minneapolis? What's a good no? What's a good like time of year? I think honestly, if you don't want to actually have it suck, it's January. Yeah, Yeah. it's the best. They say January fifteenth is the is uh, Minneapolis day. Oh no, it's painful. I don't leave my house that much. Uh, We have a cat on the podcast. Everybody, what's your cat's name? Leela. Leela. Hi, Leela. Hi, oh, I think this is Leela's first appearance on a podcast. Oh, tight. Oh. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have a talkative kitty? Does Leela ever talk? She is. Mostly yeah. when she's hungry. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But I was going to say, right. yeah. Mine freaked the fuck out. Uh, Harrison doesn't really talk too much. But uh, yeah, as soon as he now hears the can open, uh, he just loses his fucking mind. I got to tell you, you were talking about it. Folks, I have uh, some advice for you. If you ever like, fuck, my cat wakes me up way too early because I uh, I need to make sure I feed them late. What you got to do is do dinner at seven and then you have bedtime snack at 830 and then you have late bedtime snack at like 11 (laughs) and then they leave you the fuck alone. (laughs) And are they Uh, like at a healthy weight? 
Uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, we... Harrison is Ollie, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. What I love is Harrison will actually eat for like a few seconds. And maybe I got to stop doing this, but I think he just forgets about his food. He like disappears for a while. So when I grab, I'll like go and grab him. I'll bring him back to his food and he goes, oh, yeah, you're right. I am hungry. <laughs> and he just goes back to eating and finishes it. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. I don't I don't know what that's about. Although I have ADHD and I have to often get handed a muffin at like two o'clock in the afternoon to be like, hey, eat. So like I don't have much awareness about food either. Who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. It's it. terrible. Well, you'd be a good cat then, I guess. I hope so. <laughs> if we do do the reincarnation thing, I'm at least grateful that after watching a couple of Netflix documentaries that they're not stupid. You know, like you get to have, actually have like a relatively intelligent life. Uh, they're manipulative. They're smart enough to fucking make us like, you know, basically give them our apartments and let them do whatever the fuck they want. Dude, a cat's life. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I would say like, you know, if I was reincarnated, it was like, give me like golden retriever and some like Connecticut family's home. <laughs> That's pretty much top of the world. Mm hmm. Right? So you and want like a like, you know. yeah, and then like give me a cat in any situation, not any situation. All right, you need to get down. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry I'm that. sorry. Right? No, I'll get down. I apologize. It was rude. I'm sorry. About that. Yeah, she's okay. not gonna apologize. Uh, um, yeah, no, I hear you. But yeah, I want. Um, I know they behave differently, and that was the thing I learned is that they did a study between Japanese cats and American cats, and American cats act out of pocket. It's because they pick up on our personality traits. Oh. Mm-hmm. Really? So you're saying that Japanese cats are They're very... chill as fuck. Really? They're, yeah. They're just like a little bit more reserved. They're kind of just a little bit more just chilling. Yeah. Weird. Did you ever see that video on YouTube of... It's a collection of Pizza Hut commercials from Japan that are all cats? No. No. <laughs> right, Huge folks, we're gonna, recommendation. We're going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. <laughs> 40, 45 minutes into the episode. <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to start the wrap up part and we're like, yeah, hold on. We're going to go to a commercial. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I've put a commercial in two minutes into the episode and I put a commercial in like two minutes before it ends. So, yeah, I've done it. It's um, fine. You guys should just start being like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Rat and Treasure brought to you by Pizza Hut. Um, I'm trying. They to don't. We, they don't know that. But I mean, we could. We could. If we could sell ourselves, we could probably like try something. I've heard that like, if you have like 50 listeners, you can. You that's basically just enough to get a sponsor, and you get like Stamps.com to to sponsor you. Yeah, I feel like Stamps.com, Blue Chew. Mm. Um, uh, what's, what's the other one like Casper mattresses Casper mattresses the, the underwear one me undies me undies yeah what's the one where um, like your your like balls are separated from your leg uh, what sheath. sheath 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 underwear yeah oh for a chub rub a what for like chub well does it also help with like chub well I guess it's no chub rub is just your legs rubbing up against each other but it's you, the, gotta, you gotta you oh, that's Chub Rub. That's Chub Rub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So are we talking uh, about uh, bat wings, which is when your uh, balls stick to the sides of your legs? Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about. Uh, I've heard this on a few podcasts where sheath underwear. It's a, um, and this is not a plug. Okay, it's fine. 
don't, but, uh, don't you dare it's, fucking it's, buy it if you're listening. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's underwear, and I'm kind of down with this, but I've never bought it or anything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like synthetic, like breathable kind of like underwear, but it is, mm-hmm. there's a pocket um, built into the thing, and you put your dick and balls in there, Beautiful. and so it's totally separate from your legs. Yeah, oh. that's great, as you should. So you don't get any, you don't get a bat wing. You don't get a... You, know, also, you can get nothing. Why did we get boxers? We were just like, you know, these tidy whities look way too stupid. What if we just had less support and just hurt all day? <laughs> this would be oh. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big boxer brief person myself. I'm boxer briefs. Yeah, I'm boxer briefs outside. And then I got big, like, stupid boxers, like, at home when I'm not out and about, you know? Yeah. I just imagined you being like, yeah, no, I wear only boxer briefs. Uh, something about it just didn't, I didn't get arrested the first time and I just kept doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of who I am now. I mean, whatever, there's there's performers that actually perform uh, naked. I don't see why it would be any weirder if you were just the boxer brief guy. I don't think I've ever worn boxers in my entire life. And so, except when I was like a little, little kid. Boxers? Uh, they, were, they were hot when I was a, a teenager for sure. Yeah, you do. You do. Box, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, briefs. I oh, said briefs. Gotcha. I don't know if I. I don't know if I said briefs. Yeah. Are um, you talking about just the good old fashioned briefs? Yeah. Yeah. I wore briefs as a like eight year old. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's, that, that's like the time you wear briefs. Yeah, because they had like yeah. cool like dinosaurs and like space aliens on them and shit. Yeah. And matter of fact, actually, I kind of want to buy a couple pairs. Oh, folks, if you're uh, if you're also like a gender chaos ball. Oddly enough, one of the most like gender affirming underwear that I have found is the boy. Uh, it's like the boy. Uh, it's like the boy shorts, but they're women's. <laughs> yeah, they're called and boy it, shorts. It's so confusing that that's my favorite underwear because it makes your ass look great. They're breathable often. Like, I, yeah, right. And yeah, I mean, you got the right amount. Of, oddly enough, you do have a fair amount of support because usually if they're a little tighter. I hate to uh, objectify, but yeah, I would say boy shorts are my favorite underwear for women they're fucking fantastic yeah no it's okay you can do it but asses look great in boy shorts they just do they're they're very good looking underwear i feel very creepy saying what i'm saying right now but i i do like that do you want to make it uh less creepy it's cool we're gonna leave it in we're not gonna cut that out yeah I actually oh, just I forgot Ryan is uh, uh, editing, this editing this episode. I'm editing this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> editing this episode. Yeah, oh, boy do. shorts are good. Boy shorts are good. Um, yeah, it's a good cut. Um, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, um, you know, maybe there's this like assumption that like, oh, like males, like you know, it's like thongs. That's like the you know, it's a and uh, it's usually much tamer things that like uh, mm-hmm. uh, people who are into women are into. You know. I only have one thong and I just I only keep it for semi jokes. Um, but it is it is ridiculous. It's just I don't recommend anybody yeah. do that. But boy yeah, shorts are hot. It. It's not my it's not my thing for me either. I actually got complimentum. I don't know if I'm going to keep this in the episode, but I did. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, uh, I only share so much uh, to the general public. If you want to hear the juicy bits of my life, you can listen to, <laughs> well, either uh, my episode on uh, Q for Q Queer Personals, uh, one of my friend Haley's podcasts. Uh, you can also listen to our Patreon because I don't censor myself for some reason on there. So yeah, there's that. Let's uh, let's get back to the show right after this commercial break. 
Since the dawn of time, humans have been desperate for connection. Then we realized we could solicit strangers through the Sunday paper. You've heard of Craigslist Personals? Just imagine the pining and thirst from lonely queers searching for love. Join me, Haley, and my array of guests as we read, drag, and rate personal ads from the 1970s through today. If you love gay yearning, you'll love Q4Q, the queer personal ads podcast. And now we're back. That was the second commercial. Weird. Right before we're ending. Uh, and now we're <laughs> back from commercial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, you no, chose, no, Ryan. No, yeah, the, no, we can't play that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can't play it. Oh man, we owe. Uh, we owe. Uh, I can't think of one person on Friends. We Courtney owe Cox. fucking Courtney Cox. <laughs> $15 think, or whatever the fuck. Well, I'll just clip it where it just goes the da, 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 and then <laughs> and then we're fine. <laughs> Guys, it was just a joke. Was that a rim shot? Did you guys uh, get that? I didn't hear it. At yeah, all. but it was you you timed it very poorly so that <laughs> <laughs> so that the rim shot came it. before you finished the punchline. <laughs> I can't hear it. I don't have it coming back to me. <laughs> no. You know perfect. what I heard when I when I uh, when I made that joke, this is what I heard. Is that just birds? <laughs> it's crickets. Oh, that makes way more sense. I thought it was birds it, fucking. God damn it. It does sound on our end like birds. Using context clues, I figured out that it was crickets, but yeah, it did sound like birds. <laughs> well, you know what I always say? Let's get busy. <laughs> All right, actually, that's a really good uh, segue into let's get busy with some final notes, y'all. What do you, uh, do you have yeah. any like actual thoughts uh, from your clips of the most scariest moments? Uh, did you have any other final thoughts? Wow. Um, you know what? To be honest, I burned all of those in the first like two and a half minutes of the pod. Um, <laughs> Do you but, just have any random thoughts or like intrusive thoughts? Well, I went to uh, I went to the IMDB <laughs> and I was surprised to find that there's some famous people in the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they always do have at least yeah. one like famous person in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was. Uh, of course, I, I'm. Well, I recognized from the video I saw Raybel McIntyre. Oh yeah, Raybel McIntyre, easy one to catch out. Yeah, she is did she a song. In, is she in a bunch of them, or is she just nope. in the one? Just oh. this one. No, but I, I wrote so, down. Yeah, well, I wrote down. Ugh, Nancy Grace pterodactyl. And then I realized that it was uh, Reba McIntyre. Oh yeah, very different. It doesn't help when um, I watched it on two point five speed, mm. so like it just <laughs> sounded like a southern woman, and then. When she started singing, I was like, oh, that's Reba. See, I, you I had Littlefoot, yeah. you have to go to the Long Valley. Casey Anthony <laughs> is a horrible mother. Yeah, um, facts. Damon, Damon Wayans Jr., who I, I love in uh, New Girl. He's in the movie. Yeah, he was <laughs> as Wild well. Hands uh, or some shit like that. I don't remember what the fucking Wild Arms, I think is yeah. what his name was. Yeah. Uh, Barry Boswick from uh, Rocky Horror. He's in the picture. Oh, shit. Um, I didn't catch that one. And then the dude who played Pinky from Pinky and the Brain is in the movie. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's he's in basically all of them. Uh, yeah. Rob Paulson. Okay. He's, he's a, a uh, hold that down for a spicy second. Yeah, he's a seasoned uh, voice act voice actor, and they got him for most of these. Yeah, him and like Tress McNeil, who's a, a big Simpsons person. Uh, Pamela Hayden, who or, or Hadlin, I think her name is. Uh, she, you might remember her as Bobby Hill, but also she's in Louie. Oh, pa Pamela Adlon. She's Adlon. in this movie? Yeah. Uh, not Maybe not this one, but she's in a lot of them. Oh, and I see. Yeah, I love Pamela Adlon. Yeah, Bobby. Uh, she was in Recess. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, 
She played something else. Uh, I can't remember right now. I, I don't like these movies, but it is at least finally bringing to my life like an, more of an appreciation for voice actors, um, which I don't know. It's something for a minute there. I was like, I would love to do that. I don't think I'll ever probably invest the finances until I just, you know, yeah. if somebody has free voice acting shit ready to go to give me a studio, sure. But that's one of those, as someone who regularly has hyperfixations that they give up on like six months later, I'm going to maybe wait until I actually am in a financially stable place to actually be okay with that one fading away. Uh, but uh, it is, it's awesome. Robin Williams really ruined it for uh, voice actors by being the genie. After that, yeah, because after that, they were like, Every every voice in a movie has to be a celebrity. And oh shit! That's yep. why that's why you get some pretty poor voice acting versus like back in like the eighties and nineties where it was like very cartoonish. Hmm. Yeah, it's like it's every single movie. It's like it's the Mario movie, and guess what? It's The Rock, and it's Jack Black or like whoever. Oh, they like, did Char- like Char- Charlie Pratt. Day was Luigi, which was super confusing. I haven't seen it yet, but I was like, wait, what? I didn't see it either. Yeah, yeah, and I screwed like Charles Martinet, who is the voice of all those characters, out of a out of a job. That oh, sucks. I didn't know that. Rude. Maybe I just saw should... the Barbie movie, and I was like, "All right, I didn't get a callback for this. I guess, <laughs> I we... guess Gosling is Ken. I don't like. Got to talk to my agent, dude. <laughs> well, like, it's it went... fucking bullshit, man. Well, wait, is Ryan gonna be at that Ryan party that I sent you a link on, uh, or did that already happen? There's a Ryan party already RSVP'd and I'm going to be there with bells on. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going there, dude. Uh, Just I'm trying to think, when is it in case this episode comes out in time? I want any Ryan listeners to make sure they can get down to the Ryan party. I think it is September 2nd, which is the day of my anniversary of my girlfriend. But uh, we've made peace with that. I will be at the Ryan party. Oh, that's awesome. And is exclusively Ryan's or is it like only no, no one else can come in? Well, I don't know if legally you can make somebody not come in. And so, you know, that's something they're going to have to deal with. But the uh, all over the invite and everything, it's like uh, no Brian's. That's pretty much the thing. No Brian's allowed. Hmm. And I agree with that because as a Ryan, our whole lives, it's like, hey, I'm Ryan. Hey, Brian. It's actually Ryan with an R. Yeah, I you get, I get that, racist. Tim. Yeah, <laughs> and no, uh, it's, it's you, racist. That's right. Say it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'll be there. And I was actually I was in the chat uh, comment section of the meetup invite, whatever, and uh, and I made a little Google form, and I was like, "Hey guys, I'm I'm starting a Ryan's only band in LA." And I was like, I want, I want like a 20 person Ryan's only (laughs) band and we'll just do, we'll just do like covers and shit and just go up there with like 10 guitarists. I was like, that would be so sick. And I already have like five responses. So Mm, I was like, uh, I'm hoping to make that happen because that's so sick. You only do Brian Adams songs. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're anti-Brian, so it's gotta be, uh... Oh man, I can't name what, what's a Ryan. Uh, oh no! Did we oh, not God. let any Ryan, like Ryans, become famous singers? Is that what happened, or like musicians? Ooh, that's a good question. Hang on a second, because you know, I think I can't I do think, it. I don't. Have I think one. like Ryan. I think the name Ryan, like, you know, I was born in '88. Okay, so I think you know, at the time, I know my my parents have told me this. They were like Ryan. That's like 
a nice like Irish Catholic like name, but like no, there's really no Ryans. I never grew up with a single Ryan. And then I grow up, I go to school, I'm surrounded by Ryans. Yeah. This is a, you know, I've known Ryans my entire life, but they thought it was a unique name at the time. I uh, I tried to look up Ryan Singer, and then I realized very quickly that I they were Comedian. like, "Do you mean Brian Singer?" Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh right. and Ryan Singer is a. Uh, that's a comedian. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one too. <laughs> yeah, literally, his name is Ryan Singer. Yeah. Oddly enough, uh, Ryan, I unfortunately have the same fate with the fact that when my name was Kevin, it always got called Kyle for some reason, and they don't even sound the same. But people would always just go, "It's a K name. That's close enough." And then when I changed my name legally, I was like, "I'm totally gonna escape Kyle." No, I did not. I changed my name to Kai. It just changed my name to half of the name that I'm gonna get called again, and I'm constantly Kyle. You did them a favor. You, yeah, you brought it closer to Kyle. I, I hope yeah. that's helped everybody. Honestly, thank you. Uh, the fact that I live in the Twin Cities, where it's a lot of like uh, earthy granola folks named like, you know, uh, Velocity or like Leaf. So I can be. Everyone's like, oh, I know a Kai. I know like eighteen of them. Uh, so it's fine. Here, I'm actually able to just be me. It's nice. And Leaf is actually a real name. That's a like mm-hmm. Leaf Erickson. Oh shit! You're right. I was thinking of it as just a leaf, like as in a leaf. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, yeah. of Leaf, the the guy, the singer from the '70s that uh, paralyzed his friend. Uh, that's uh, Allison Chains, right? Uh, I should have gotten more specific. Oh, it's Leaf. Oh god. Oh, I'll never figure it out. That was like grunge. That was like grunge era, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was a it was a '70s pop star. Uh oh, uh, I'm thinking of the Leaf dude Garrett. Down. Oh, weird. I was thinking of a dude when they had that um, VH1 behind the music where they, like, confronted him. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was that guy, Leif Garrett. Leif Garrett. He, oh, okay. Weird. Yeah, the, it, there was a video of him. Uh, oh, so they, I... He, like, paralyzed his friend, and then they uh, they had the friend come up for the first time since, like, the 80s. And it was, like, the famous thing, like, you saved my night. You saved my life that yeah. night, man. Yeah. Okay, I was, so we're thinking I was the same thing, but way. I had the I had the wrong uh, era. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you might have thought that he was a grunge guy because he dressed up as a grunge guy later in life. <laughs> yeah, he started I to dress a book. <laughs> yeah. He started to dress like um, what uh, uh, Axl Rose dresses like now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Awesome. He dresses awesome, guys. Uh, Uh, Yeah. So, well, you know, I don't have any. uh, I don't. I forget what you asked me for specifically. Uh, I wanted actually inspirations. Oh, uh, things I'd like to edit out. uh, Uh, Were you asking me for? Well, hang Um, on, hang on, two seconds. I wanted a final note, but I do want to give Jim a final note opportunity, and then I also want to say maybe one thing, Jim. I will say one thing today. Okay, Uh, good. Jim, do you have a final note? Yeah. Uh, There's a part where Jasper is sniffing them out. Uh, yeah. Do you think that? Did I say Jasper? You're talking about the the, the feathery uh, sharp teeth. I was talking about Chomper. Oh, Chomper. Yeah, it's I, Chomper. I ruined my joke, but uh, I wrote down: Does Chomper ever uh, do the thing that Jasper from Twilight does? Where Jasper is the, uh, okay. So let me explain Twilight real quick. Uh, Jasper is a vampire, and Wait, uh, we haven't reviewed it yet. I don't know what you're talking about. Jasper is the youngest vampire, so he still thirsts for blood. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So when uh, uh, What's-Her-Face comes out, uh, Kristen Stewart, 
Mm-hmm. When she starts coming around, he really wants to eat her because her blood smells so good. Mm. Uh, so he constantly goes blood crazy and will try to eat uh, people because he's super hungry and he can't eat uh, cows. They eat cows because uh, it's essentially like the vegetarian version of being a vampire. Right. It's just like quenches their mm. thirst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're still like they're, they're like there's something missing. Mm. so the same do you think chomper ever do you think chomper ever has that feeling given that he is a t-rex who is sniffing out the blood of his friends yeah i think so land before time like 25 i think i would love it if they finally raised chomper old enough to be like i think i'm gonna need to eat my friends (laughs) (laughs) i think i think i have to i don't really i don't have any other way to go about it i mean they'll finally be able to like you know make his uh very queer phobic parents uh happy in the fifth one, uh, when Chomper wants to eat leaves, they're like, "There's something wrong." There's sometimes I worry about that boy. And they can have a <laughs> and they can have a fox and the hound moment where he's like, "I'm sorry, it's just my nature." Yeah, maybe they can have like a Lady in the Tramp moment, but instead of uh, spaghetti, it's just like a small dinosaur that they just like they tear apart with it's their mouths. Foot. I think like uh, yeah, could be Littlefoot. I think it'd be good to. Um, see this series go into like adulthood and, and these dinosaurs are just like hey like one of them's like hey you guys want to go on an adventure and then the other ones are like yeah yeah you know my September is kind of busy but um, <laughs> if you guys want to talk like like holidays you know maybe mm-hmm. and then okay. it's like could totally yeah I'll start like a group chat about that like yeah great and then you already mute the group the group chat you know mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Fun stuff. Yeah. The idea that these dinosaurs don't have a word for winter, but they do have a word for September. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think honestly... Big snow time. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, guys, you want to sort of um, circle back to uh, big snow time, big fire mountain. <laughs> oh, when they grow up and they're like, will you stop fucking talking like that? We're not kids anymore. Yeah, yeah no, I think <laughs> if they do ostracize one friend from the group, I think it'll be Sarah. I hope they do finally realize that she fucking sucks. She's always pissed and in this movie at one point petrie was like just missing from the group because he blew away because of a sandstorm and she was like wait a minute we gotta go fucking find our friend bullshit it's like yeah you know the group that always has your back yeah you gotta go find your friend from not dying uh crazy what a what a crazy concept no i'm cool with letting her dead uh letting her dead yeah she she need to be deaded jim did you uh want to redo your joke or did you have any other final notes (laughs) No. I, the only other <laughs> Thanks I had was... for joining us on Rotten Treasure Podcast. No, we're I here will... every week. I'm gonna say every Monday, hopefully. I will every uh... Monday. Make sure to catch us and make sure to eat Pizza Hut every day. And, uh, and uh, with that, I will leave you with th- this. <laughs> Sad trombone. No, it's fine, Ryan. I'll just I'll put my final note post episode. Uh, Ryan, do you have <laughs> honestly anybody who listens to this podcast regularly? That was the appropriate thing to do, actually, because I usually give like ten of them. Uh, do you do you have anything to promote? No, you know, I just want to promote the Rotten Treasure podcast. You know, yeah. uh, I'm going to plug the Rotten Treasure podcast right now. So go ahead, check them out. I mean, appropriate. You are our number one listen to episode. So it is kind of reasonable for you to do that because everybody that did listen to it last time stopped. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so whoever you bring us, uh, please stay. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to have you. Uh, any final words, Leela? What do you think? She's got some sass on her. Whoa! She, she just, it was close. She doesn't have anything to say. No, it's okay. Uh, That's gonna be real good for the audio only listeners. Uh, I'll keep it. You mean the the, all the listeners? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you for coming on. Um, Thanks folks, for go back. Me. And uh, listen to Ryan also talk about Rocky Balboa, because uh, that's how winning is done. Uh, you should go back to that. that oh uh, yeah, that was you. <laughs> it was. That yeah. was a funny. That was a great episode because, um, well, like I watched the movie and I was like, and I just had so much to make fun of it for, and so uh, I came in. I know I came in with like stuff to talk about, and this one not not as much. We're gonna have to get so. you back for something that's a little bit better than this, but I do appreciate you coming to talk to us about this trash movie that. Uh, for once, actually, I didn't really even care to take notes. I think I just wrote the words Reba, and that's about it. So, yeah, the fuck this movie. Uh, this is it. Ryan, thank you for helping us get through this 14-episode run. We, this sucked. This was the most painful thing we've done since we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This, this one broke me a little bit. There was a couple of times where I was like, I just want this to end. Oh, boy. Well, you know, I appreciate you both for having me on the pod. I'm glad to be here for this painful experience. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I hope I was, uh, you know, um, the least painful part yeah. of these 14 minutes, uh, these 14 movies. And with that, folks, make sure to follow us on all the socials. That's sort of my bit is I pretend I'm part of the podcast. No, please do. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. our uh, what's our Instagram? Hey, Ryan, thank it's, you for letting us have be on uh, your show today. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> I want to give a big hand to my guests today, uh-huh. Kai and Jim. Sure. Um, they said a lot of just racist, xenophobic stuff that I'm going to have to edit out. But uh, 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 Ryan, no, no. Ryan. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, no. they're motioning. First uh, off, cut that, cut that, cut I that. Said, I said, no, no, no. I was getting bracist. I was very <laughs> bra- I you never heard of Braces. racism? I don't talk to people with braces. Yeah, fuck them. They're not humans. They're not real. Wow. <laughs> you were lucky enough not to have braces. I was a braces boy. No, so was I. And if you can see it, I did not wear my retainer. It is enjoyable to have this adorable gap that will one day make me famous. Uh, uh. Yeah, it's okay. Steve Buscemi can be ugly and be famous. Why can't I do it? Uh, thank you so much. Jim, you're okay. Cool. Oh, I didn't mean to get Bye. mean. I take it back. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, wow, Jim, thunderous Jim. applause. Hey, y'all. Uh, you just spent like an hour and some change with us. And uh, speaking of change, you can change our lives very easily by exchanging your time for money? No, exchanging your time for... Just, can you go write us some reviews? I'm tired, y'all. I'm exhausted. I'm a student. I'm poor. I would love to get out of debt faster. Uh, you can join our Patreon. Uh, just type in Rotten Treasure on Patreon. And you can also follow us on social media. You should do that. We're Rotten underscore Treasure on Instagram. And we are Rotten Treasure on Twitter is whatever it's called. I don't, I don't, I don't follow. You can follow us or not. I gotta go. Oh, uh, and happy Halloween, everyone, uh, if you celebrate. And if you're, like, a witch, I think it's Hallow's Eve. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody get at me and explain to me how witches celebrate Halloween. Uh, okay, I, I should go. This is this is getting weird. I feel like I got weird right now.
I'm still here. I'm just listening to this. I, I don't know what it is, but I just love this jam. If you're still here, just vibe with me for a minute. They just go in, you know? They're just having a minute. Like a spicy second. Woo! Okay, uh, nah, I gotta go. Bye. 